Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and I'm in the midst of doing something really spectacular. In the midst of interviewing 500 humans on their credibility. These are powerful people talking about who they are, what they do, how they relate to the world, who they serve, and it is absolutely worth listening to. You're going to get a really great point of view of who they are. You're going to get ideas and aha moments and how you can present yourself better. I've taken three of those interviews. They're six to 10 minutes each. Taking three of those, combine them to be this episode of Mitchell Levy Presents Aha Moments. Uh, please enjoy. If you like it, click on the like button and subscribe to our channel. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking with amazing humans from around the planet, and Mike Griego is certainly no exception. Mike Griego, San Diego. Mike Griego, I got it. (laughs) Okay. Mike is a world-class sales expert, trainer, speaker, and author. He's the president founder of MXL Partners, a Silicon Valley-based sales consulting and training firm working with companies around the world. Uh, he's also a good friend, and we've done business together for years. Mike, welcome. Mitchell, great to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> you are welcome. Hey, Mike, what, what's your CPOP? What's your customer point of pain? Customer point of pain. Mitchell, I work with high-growth companies that are trying to hit revenues, and they cannot afford to miss the mark. That's what nice. I do. Simple. All right, so high growth companies, we're in Silicon Valley. We see that often. What, what, tell me a little bit more. What do you do that, to help? And I actually know a lot of it because we did a bunch of training and courses together. What do you do to help companies make sure they're on, they're on track and, and hopefully even beyond on track? Yeah, no, absolutely. To achieve sustaining revenue, high growth revenue, and to move into new areas, uh, companies really need to have clarity of process. They have to have clarity of message as well as an effective management team, whether it's one leader or a structure of, of leaders, to sustain that organization. And what I do is work with helping assess organizations, look under the covers a bit so therefore understand and help drive clarity of their selling engagement process, optimize the way they engage in messaging as well as how to help their sales leaders sustain that on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly basis across the organization. So when you're brought into, based on what I heard and based on a little bit of what I know, you're brought into these companies, you're, you're sort of optimizing the entire element of the, the sales process, even to the point of the appropriate set of metrics that are being analyzed because what you measure is what to what you expect. Yeah, you know, most companies, Mitchell, as, as you know, they're, they're doing okay. Um, in fact, some of these high-growth companies are getting pulled into uh, by investors or just the referrals. The companies are doing fine, but everyone wants to do better. So invariably, 
there is a secret sauce of success going on. It's a matter of finding that and understanding where that's going on and then replicating that across the team. So it involves a level of assessment of what's working, what's not working, understanding how they're doing things today. And with my experience, can apply some optimization of how they can shorten and tighten and improve those process areas. And then the big area, Mitch, I'd say today is around how people articulate and communicate their message, even in writing as well as when they're in front of a person or on the phone. How to make that concise. So essentially the old value prop, which is old school, but how to strip that down into something that really has some hooks and some punch to it in any situation. So by the way, now you're speaking my language because these are these are in my world aha messages. <laughs> so so Mike. How, how do you have the credibility to do what you do? Well, it, it's, taken, it's taken some time, but I've, I've really kind of built a, uh, you know, my whole lifetime around this. Um, I, I have an 18-year career or so in high-tech sales based here in the Silicon Valley. So came out of, you know, Stanford Business School, worked at IBM and in storage tech. So I've been in the high-tech storage arena just and always been a top performer, driving, building teams, then became a manager and VP of sales for uh, for software companies, uh, uh, running and building global teams and managing them. So a lot of experience there. And then for the last 18 years, we've been running MXL Partners, which is essentially leveraging that experience and working with companies all around the world. So literally hundreds of companies and thousands of salespeople I've trained, I've coached. And so I've seen a lot of different of the recurring patterns of issues so help companies just kind of tighten it up and, and, and drive for success. And well, one of the other things that also, in addition to being brought into some big names, doing some great things, you're also brought in by investors to help their portfolio companies. So they recognize your value as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I've worked with the, with the Cisco's and the Citrix's and the, and the Palo Alto networks, these large companies, but then also large or, or some, uh, start kind of startup organizations. But I'd say most of my business last 10 years have been with private equity firms who bring me into high growth situations uh, where there's a lot of moving parts or some change outs of management sometimes, or there's some products and teams being merged. Uh, often the due diligence is done about a market opportunity. So it's about leveraging what's been working, turning it a little sideways a bit, but then executing uh, and, and building that and driving a team to take advantage of the ways they can kind of, you know, blow it out further. Got it. That, that makes sense. And so for those people who don't know you, how do you, but before the actual phone conversation, how do you market? What's your outreach plan? How do people get to see that credibility in the marketplace? I, I do a lot of writing, uh, Mitchell. I've got, uh, well, in fact, you know, you know this, right? My book. Uh, oh, no, hold that up so we can see it. 42 rules. There you go. Second edition, uh, Second edition came out about three years later. Um, I just gave away my, my I got to get some more copies. So, <laughs> but, the, um, but, but I very carefully articulated the, uh, the 42 rules to increase sales effectiveness. And, and that still has legs because I wrote it for the long play of how to drive effectiveness at the rep level and the management level, or even at a CEO level, looking at a team and building the right pieces. Um, so I've got that. I also do a lot of writing of uh, articles. So on my LinkedIn at Michael Griego, uh, I've got several articles that are, are really kind of pithy thoughts around certain key things. 
as I think about the areas around how to build and, and develop team, how to drive effectiveness of that process, how to how to crystallize and, and optimize messaging and, and how to play that out as well as how to manage and drive teams. So lots of articles I've written, um, MXL, uh, www.mxlpartners.com has some resources up there as well. Well, now you've, you, you've actually led into my next question. So, <laughs> so if people listen, if, if you are working with working for, or have invested in a high growth company, and you want to make sure the right sales processes and approach metrics, mechanisms, messages are in place so that you can be successful and continue that growth going forward, you're going to want to reach out to uh, Mike Greco. Mike, how do people reach out to you? Um, at uh, Mike at MXLpartners.com or on my website. And, uh, and, and what I'll do is quickly in a conversation or two, because this happens a lot, I get referred to people and then um, and, and share with them some samples of playbooks that I've built or some sample vignettes or tools that I isolate on uh, to help uh, see how they might apply to them. And of course, everything I do can be applied and custom to any environment. So it's been, uh, I've, I've got lots of examples of things to share with people. And, and, and certainly my art is in helping people do better at the management level as well as at the field level. Beautiful. Mike, thanks so much for joining me today. And thank you all for watching this episode of Thought Leader Life. Please like, subscribe, and share with your friends. We'll see you at the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking with just amazing humans on this planet about themselves and their credibility. And today's guest, Lynn Heidi, is no exception. She's a founder of Up Your Telesales. I, I just love that title. <laughs> um, <laughs> she helps telesales people and managers increase sales and advance their careers by building new skill sets in training and through behavioral reinforcement coaching. Lynn, welcome to the show. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm awesome. Thank you. Hey, so what is your, your, your point of pain? What is your CPOP? 42% of sales reps aren't hitting their numbers, and that is frightening. That is frightening, and I assume that means you can fix that. Well, so the thing sales reps grapple with the most is that it's almost impossible feeling to capture somebody's attention, whether it's a new customer without the brain power, time, or money to consider a new vendor, or getting more mindshare from existing clients because unless they see a clear difference between what they're doing today, skeptical prospects are like, why should I change? All right. So I hear the problem and I could see a manifestation of the problem based on what you just said. What do you do? What, what do you do to help, help solve that? So I work with inside sales teams, all of whom are quota judged, transform their great understanding of what the company does and what the products they sell well, into. Let's hope it's a great understanding of what. The... Oh, That's yes. a different issue, by the way. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Their companies need to do that because I never know as much as they know about what they do for a living. Got it. Okay. But knowing that is different than understanding the why should I care or what does it do for me conversation that they need to be having with their prospects and customers, because that answers the, why should I change from what I'm doing today? 
So you help the, the telesales people transform their thinking process from how do I close business and add money to my 1099 to how am I helping solve a problem and how does the person on the other end of the phone relate to me about the problem that, that they really have and that our solution can help solve. And the other pieces really knowing when to say my solution is not the best way to solve that problem. So you need to do that a different way. If you ever need to do this, call me. Oh, that's beautiful. So being, being authentic to your true self and showing vulnerability like that is absolutely beautiful. Well, and I think we all want to work with those people, right? I mean, I don't want to work with somebody that's trying to sell me something, but I do want to solve the problems that I have. And if you've got the best way to do that, or even a good way to do that, I'd love to work with you. I love it. All right. So what gives you the credibility to do what you do? I would say that I'm a little bit different, but way back in 2005, I realized that inside sales teams were hiring trainers who designed and developed their curriculum for outside salespeople and then expected their teams to like, I dream of Jeannie magically transform those outside sales techniques into how we work inside and either they don't or they don't know how. Got it. And so what what are some of the other things you've done? Where does that credibility come from? Well, I am an inside salesperson. So I am still to this day, I'm probably one of the only coaches and trainers who is a card carrying inside salesperson. I have a goal. Today, I double check my numbers. I'm 114% of my goal year to date for quota. So I do what I tell people to do every day. <laughs> okay. I, I, think, I think you could buy it with that. Um, there are many people who teach and don't practice. <laughs> <laughs> So I assume that leans into that next question of, of how do you demonstrate that credibility? How do you let the world, before, the, before people actually talk to you, how are they made aware of you? How do they see that credibility? How do they decide that they want to even have that first conversation with you? So there are a couple of things. Number one, I think too often we don't differentiate like, okay, is it what my mom would have called a polite conversation that you just happen to be having with somebody at an event, whether it's a business or personal event? Or is it like, okay, I know that this is a good prospect for me. Like as the person is coming up to you, however that is, whether it's virtually or in real life, I think we need to tell a story. We need to explain ourselves, not gives our, give ourselves a business card title, right? So founder, principal, coach, and trainer sounds great on LinkedIn, but it has nothing to do with being credible, right? And I have to ask a question, right? So I will say I transform time-wasting conversations into discussions that are focused on you as the buyer and what you're working on. But in order to do that, I have to ask you a question before anything else. What more do you want to know? But that is all, Lynn, that happens once you're on the call. Oh, once, yes. Yep. Once you're there. So how do you get to how, that point? How do people, yeah, how do you get to them or how do they get to you? How do people, 
how do people find you? What's your, you know, say, go-to-market type strategy? So content creation, everybody talks about content and making sure that everything I write is from the perspective of the buyer, right? So in my case, that's inside salespeople and inside sales leaders. And there are places on LinkedIn. I do Twitter because a lot of VP level people seem to get their news that way. And if you can get into their feed, great. But all of it has to be about how to have that better conversation, how to get their team to a place where instead of 42%, it's 58. Instead of 58, it's 62. I talk to organizations all the time and I write about things all the time where it's, okay, what if a sales rep made goal one more time this year? Wait, so uh, I'm sorry. So is it, originally I thought it was 42% are not effective. Is it? So 42, oh, so this is according to CSO Insights. Yeah. 42% of sales reps aren't hitting their number. Yeah, so you don't want oh, the numbers to go up. No, we don't want to go up. up. I'm sorry. sorry. So, so, do, I so do that again. So Ready? I think you want the I'll numbers going down. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, how about this? Instead well, of 42% like, no, of reps it. not we, hitting their numbers. We pay you money and they become less effective. That is absolutely, absolutely not true. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> okay. So instead of 42% not hitting their goal, it's 40. It's 35. Then it's 30. Got it. I most often talk about the fact, though, what if everyone on your Every single salesperson made goal one more time this year. Wow. Yeah, I like the I like the realistic view you have. I like the it's sort of the the Chris Kringle approach on, on Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. You you do the right thing. You you have integrity. You share what you have, and you don't oversell. You just simply are helping to support the person who's on the other line. Which, if they happen to be a prospect, that's the best way to turn them into a customer. And because that's what I'm telling their salespeople to do, back to that authenticity, I think, okay, if I don't sell you the way I'm teaching your salespeople to sell to your customers, there's a huge disconnect to me. So I would have a problem. I got it. And then, so the one last thing is your outreach must be to, or I'm assuming is to the sales leaders, not necessarily the, the salespeople. It's actually both because one of the things I've figured out over the years is that those salespeople who want to be successful are going to go banging on their boss's door saying, I want this. Some of them even become sales leaders. So I'm doing kind of a dual and, it, and it's very specific. So I do a blog on Monday mornings that is the sales leadership, inside sales leadership corner, specifically talking to sales leaders. On Wednesdays, I talk specifically to inside sales people. Beautiful. The content is not the same, right? I mean, there many times what those groups need is very different. Yep, I like it. All right, so listen, if you are leading a bunch of inside salespeople, or you're one yourself and you want to be more effective than you are today. You want to hit your goals that many more times. You're going to want to reach out to Lynn Heidi. Lynn, how do people reach out to you? So it's easy. Lynn at up your telesales, which is U P Y O U R T E L E S A L E S 
com. Send me an email and I'm going to do a crazy thing. Call me. I'm an inside salesperson. 315-751-0146. That's beautiful. Lynn, <laughs> thank you, by the way, for, for sharing. And, and actually, if you're inside sales, you should be giving your number. So thanks for doing that. Uh, thanks for joining us. And, and for everyone else, uh, please hit the like button, share, subscribe to our channel. We look forward to seeing you at another episode of Thought Leader Live. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're interviewing really amazing humans from around the planet and hearing about their credibility. You are going to be ready for a beautiful treat with Ray Makala. Uh, he is a business development executive, entrepreneur, and technology leader with 25 years, 25 plus years of management, consulting, and sales experience. He's responsible for managing profitable growth and client success. Some of his clients include Cisco, the one with an S, not a C, Cisco, Pandora, Ritchie Brothers, and Walmart, and Ray, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Mitchell. It's a pleasure to be here today. <laughs> thanks. Great to have you. Great to interact with you. Uh, tell me, what is your CPOP? What's your customer point of pain? Yeah, when we think about our customer point of pain, we work with mid to large size companies where they've typically grown fast and promoted their best performing reps to sales manager, but they haven't necessarily equipped those sales managers with the school, uh, skills, the knowledge, and the tools they need to be successful. So they're often underperforming uh, their team's quota. Uh, they're maybe having turnover issues, and they're really not closing the business they need to but yet as a sales manager, they don't know how to close that gap. And that's one of the things we do is we help them close that gap. Very succinct. So got the right audience you're going after. And, and typically what happens when you're a good salesperson, sometimes you get promoted to leader and then that doesn't, just because you can sell doesn't mean you can manage salespeople. So what does that mean? What do you do? Yeah. So, you know, there's a ton of uh, focus and frankly, a lot of dollars spent on, training the sales team. So we have annual sales kickoffs. We have sales training that comes in. It seems like every year there's something coming into the organization in a lot of these places, but there often isn't the reinforcement, the sustainment, and frankly, the coaching to keep those skills alive. So we work with the frontline managers to really help them become better leaders and managers and coaches so that they can assess and identify the skills of their reps and actually build a plan to help continue to improve those much like a professional uh, sports coach would work with their players to identify the two or three key things they need to improve their performance on the field. You know, I'm, as I'm doing many more of these episodes, one of the industries that apparently do this really well is real estate. Cause if, if you're a realtor, you're, you get assigned a mentor and a coach to help you be successful at doing what you do. It's really interesting. And, why we don't do this as much as we should in the, in the Fortune 500, Fortune 50, it's a, it's a surprise to me. I'm glad you guys do that. That's amazing. Yeah, you know, and often it's about the coaching culture, where, as you mentioned, real estate, you know, pharmaceuticals, there are some industries where it's not unusual to have the manager riding along, observing, providing feedback. In other cases, the manager's role, frankly, is telling and yelling, right? Or they're just uh, managing reports, and they're just uh, fighting fires and handling the discrepancies and the issues versus really creating that environment where they're asking questions, where they're you know, actively listening, and then assuming that the reps are trying to do a good job and then helping them get there, right? So they're really adopting that, cult 
coaching mindset uh, with the reps that are on their team. Got it. I, I, I like it. Thank you for that, for adding a little bit more. Tell me, what, is, what gives you the credibility to do what you do? Yeah, well, as you mentioned in the introduction, I've been in sales and sales management and consulting uh, my whole career. And even going back to, I started out as an officer in the Navy. Uh, so even though you'd say, well, how does that uh, qualify you to be a sales trainer? But actually, it was the leadership and management skills I learned as a surface warfare officer uh, that really helped me appreciate and understand what it takes to manage and run a sales team. And then I've been very fortunate to be in sales and marketing through the rest of my career, uh, both in consulting, starting out at, at Accenture, and then uh, running a small IT consulting business here in Seattle, and then eventually in the sales and, and sales management work that we're doing at Sales Readiness Group. Uh, so we've really tried to combine a lot of those best practices. And in fact, with my partners, Norman Bihar and David Jacoby, we authored the High Impact Sales Manager, here, a quick uh, video there, uh, uh, about two years ago, that's really a compilation of the program that we use to teach uh, frontline sales managers how to be better leaders. So School of Hard Knocks, couple partners, skill sets from uh, both Accenture and the Navy, which, which by itself have great program and learning opportunities. I like it. So how do you, how do you take this knowledge, this credibility you have, how do you make sure that before people talk to you, how do they see you? What are some of the things you do for, for outreach where they get to see your credibility and then decide to have that conversation? Yeah. And one of the things I really enjoy about uh, our position in the industry, and we've been recognized as a uh, sales training top 20 company now for 10 years in a row by selling power um, is we really try to get out there and engage in the industry. So we have a monthly webinar that we provide. It's free of charge, but we try to provide some of our best practices and some of our thought leadership. Uh, we're blogging on a weekly basis. So if you go to salesreadinessgroup.com, we have over 300 articles and blogs, as well as video blogs that cover just little micro-learning chunks, just little topics like how to handle objections or how to deal with a difficult rep on your team, You know, something that might be topical for that day. Uh, so we really try to get out there through through the information that we're sharing through LinkedIn, through the website, uh, and then also working with partners in the industry at trade shows and conferences and whatnot to speak and and publish on those same topics. Uh, selling power, of course, being one of them. Um, <laughs> so listen, if you're in a mid to large size company and you've promoted your salespeople to sales leaders, but you're not seeing the effectivity of those sales leadership the way you want to, you got to reach out to Ray Macklett. Ray, what's the best way to reach out to you? Yeah. So a couple of things I mentioned the website. So, um, you know, the wealth of information there, please, uh, you can take a look at uh, com. I would say link in to me directly on LinkedIn. So that's Ray Makala uh, on LinkedIn and you can find the other contact information, but those are really two primary sources. You can uh, contact us uh, and also see and get access to the information we provide. Beautiful. Ray, thanks for sharing your credibility with us today. Really appreciate it. Thanks for and having me, Mitchell. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. And everyone else, thanks for joining us. Uh, please like and subscribe to our channel and look forward to seeing you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Right. Thanks, Mitchell. This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA That. To learn more about Thought Leader Life, go to thoughtleaderlife.com. And to learn more about creating and sharing your AHA moments, Go to ahavat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book a strategy call.
You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.